summary of the Sikha. In this week's parsha, we have the mitzvah of mezuzah in Vahoyim Shemaya. It says, And the Torah says immediately, So that you will have a long life and your children will have a long life. In fact, the Shulchan Aruch says that the reward that the, when somebody puts up a mitzvah, mezuzah, one is careful with the mitzvah mezuzah, will have a long life for him and his children. So the mitzvah mezuzah is not the only mitzvah in which the Torah gives you, tells you about what the reward for the mitzvah is. But there's something unique about the mitzvah mezuzah in this regard. Our sages tell us, and it's actually quoted in the Torah, which is uh, the first Shulchan Aruch, that by putting up a, uh, a mezuzah, Hashem watches over the home. Like he says, that the, uh, by a normal king, the king is inside, protected, and the people, his guards are outside. By us, it's the opposite. We sleep inside the house, and Hashem protects us from the outside. And this protection is not the reward for the mitzvah. The reward for the mitzvah is, as we said, long life. This is something which is, in addition to the reward for the mitzvah, it's something, a benefit which comes from the mitzvah itself. And as the Bach says, that the, uh, that the, the protection is even greater than the reward, because the protection comes from the mitzvah itself, not something outside. Greater, in this sense, means that it's something integral to the mitzvah, not something that comes as a side benefit like long life, but it's integral to the mitzvah. The mitzvah itself offers protection. In fact, the Taisvah says that the mitzvah of mezuzah, l'shimur of it, is made for the purpose. The reason Hashem gave the mitzvah of mezuzah is in order to offer protection, so that the mezuzah itself, its purpose is to offer protection. And for this reason, the mitzvah mezuzah is different than other mitzvahs in regards to performing the mitzvah for the sake of getting the reward. By other mitzvahs, we, although it says that, that a person should always do a mitzvah, even though he's doing it for the reward or for what, some other personal agenda, you should still do it, because eventually you'll do it for the right reasons. In fact, the Rambam says that this is, it's the only way that it can happen. It's impossible to think that you're going to have a child learn Torah for the sake of Torah. You have to introduce a child and get him to learn Torah by offering other rewards, and then even a, an older child and so on, and you have to eventually get used to doing it for the sake that Hashem commanded it, and because you want to be connected to Hashem, and that's the reason why you do a mitzvah. But you can't get there all on its own. You have to gradually get there. So doing a mitzvah, Shalom is considered to be perfectly okay. But on the other hand, we understand that doing a mitzvah is not the ultimate way of doing a mitzvah. There is a higher way, there is a better way, which one should strive for. But when it comes to the mitzvah of mezuzah, if somebody does, it puts up a mezuzah and does it because it offers protection, that is not considered to be because as Taisa says, this, it is made in order to offer uh, to protection. It's not the reward of the mezuzah that you're looking for. It is the purpose of the mezuzah. In fact, not only is it okay to think about, to have the intent of being offered the protection of mezuzah, there's even a halacha that says 
that one should put the mezuzah on the outermost edge of the door. In the tefach which is closest to the outside. Why? Because since it's there in order to offer protection, everything from the mezuzah inward is protected. Therefore you should put it on the outermost edge of the doorway. In other words, the way that one, is, uh, that one performs the mitzvah is by keeping in mind that it offers protection. And that's what that's what determines where the mezuzah should be, how it should be put up, because it needs to offer as much protection as possible. And although the Torah himself says, still a person's uh, intent should not be uh, only for the purpose, it, it should be for the purpose of Hashem commanded us to do the mitzvah. That's the real reason why we do the mitzvah. So does that somehow undermine knowing and doing it for the protection of the mitzvah? No. Because what he's, try, what he's saying there is that we do a mitzvah. Imagine that the Ab- Hashem had not said that the, the mezuzah offers protection. It was like any other mitzvah. The Torah doesn't give us the reasons for other mitzvahs, most other mitzvahs. He just tells you to do the mitzvah. If he hadn't told you the protection properties of the mitzvah, would we not do the mitzvah? Of course we would do the mitzvah. That's what he means. We would do the mitzvah in any case whether it offered protection or not. But because Hashem says that it is for the purpose of offering protection, so therefore we know, and not only do we know, but we also do it in such a way that it offers the most protection, as we said before. Now what do we do with what the Rambam writes, that those who write names of the Malachim inside the mezuzah, so they are included in those people that do not have a share in the world to come, and they are fools, because not only... Not, it's not enough for them that they neutralized the mitzvah, but they made a great mitzvah as if it was a, an amulet, a kameya, to, uh, to offer them their own uh, something or other, whatever they want, their own needs. So the Ramam seems to be saying that when you do that, not only is it shaloy lishma, but it's much worse. You're a fool, you don't deserve the world, uh, a share in the world to come. What does he mean? But the truth is that that's not what the Rambam means. You can say that what he means is that because you're using it for your own protection, therefore you neutralize and undermine the whole mitzvah and you deserve no world, a share in the world to come and you're a fool. That's not what he means. What he's talking about is if you write inside the mitzvah names of angels, which the Rambam tells us in the previous halacha, that if you add anything to the inside of the... even one letter is added to the mezuzah over and above what the two parshas that are meant to be there, you have disqualified the mezuzah. It's apostle mezuzah. So therefore, if somebody comes along, and we, he know, we know that the mezuzah, the mitzvah mezuzah, in the way it was designed by the Torah, is to offer protection, but that's not enough for him. He says, no, he doesn't believe in that. He's going to add the names of angels or some other scribblings or whatever else he has in mind because he has an idea that this offers him some sort of a benefit. So then he has undermined the mitzvah. He shows that he's not doing it for the sake of the mitzvah and the sake of the protection that the mitzvah offers. He has his own agenda. He has his own ideas of what offer protection. For that reason, he doesn't deserve there's a fool and so on. But if you do it, in the way that the Torah designs it, the way the Torah says to do it, so then it's perfectly fine that we accept the offer of protection that the mitzvah offers.
And that explains also something that we find in the Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us, in regards to the laws of Tumah Vatara, about what kind of a keli utensil can become Tumah. So the Mishnah gives an example of uh, somebody's walking stick, that he gouged out a receptacle in the walking stick, and the receptacle is, us- is most often what makes a keli to be able to become Tumah. If it can contain something, it's a keli that can become Tumah. So we made, gouged out an area in the walking stick which can have a mezuzah placed into it. So therefore it becomes a keli that can become tummy. Now what is the meaning of this putting a mezuzah into a walking stick? The Taisis Yom Tov says that apparently there were people in the time of the Mishnah that, would, that felt that the mezuzah offered protection because it, when it was in the walking stick as well. But the fact that, the, that it's not dismissed as a ridiculous concept of uh, a uh, mezuzah and a walking stick, what's the point of that? It seems that it, that it is an acceptable thing. And in fact, we find Taka India Shalmi tells a story of Rabbi Yehuda HaNasi, Rabbi HaKadosh, that he gave a gift of a mezuzah to a person called Artevain, who was a Goy, according to most opinions. And he said to him that uh, the gift that I give you will protect you. You will be sleeping in your house and this is going to protect you. Now a Goy has no mitzvah mezuzah. So what kind of a protection is the mezuzah offering? But we see that the, the Yishalmi says that Rabbi Yehuda Anasi sent it to him and said that it offers a protection. So therefore the question has to be asked, when you put a, a, a mezuzah into your walking stick, uh, clearly you're not, it, it, see, it would seem that you're not doing it for the protection of the mitzvah, because there's no mitzvah, it's a possible thing to put a mezuzah into a stick. So what is the protection that it offers? In fact, the Gemara says that if you put a mezuzah up in the wrong way, in that way, in a stick or whatever, in a way that it doesn't qualify as a mezuzah, not only is it not a protection, it's even a danger. Rashi explains the danger is because rather than offering you protection from those things from which you need to be protected, you're unprotected. So therefore it's misleading you into being unprotected. But the answer is that because the protection of a mezuzah is a part and parcel of the mezuzah itself, it's not, as we said, some side benefit, some side reward that you get, and it's unassociated with the mezuzah itself, but rather the mezuzah offers protection. So therefore, even if you don't have the full mitzvah of the mezuzah, you have somewhat of an of a association with the mezuzah, it already, you, already offers you somewhat of a protection, even for a guy, even having it in your walking stick. It offers some sort of a protection. Mezuzah itself offers protection. Which can explain also something very interesting about the story that, is, that the Friedrich Rebbe related. He said that when he was in prison, in being interrogated by the authorities, the Soviet authorities in, in prison, the famous story, they asked him, do you, in the first time that they interrogated him, do you know where you are? And he says, yes, I know where I am. I am in a place, in a building that doesn't qualify for a mezuzah. Because the halacha is that a, a stall of horses or a bathroom doesn't need a mezuzah. Now, why did the Friedrich Rebbe say that? Why didn't he say something positive? This is a very negative thing to say. He could have said something, I am in a building which even here Hashem's watchful eye is upon me and I'm not afraid because Hashem is watching over me and protecting me. Why didn't he say it that way? But the reason is because the Friedrich Rebbe wanted, he was in a place of danger and he wanted the protection of a mezuzah. Obviously, there was no mezuzah there. 
So how do you bring yourself under the protection of a mezuzah? So he taught a halacha of mezuzah. He taught, we know that when you learn a subject in Torah, it's as if you fulfill that mitzvah. So by teaching this halacha, that this building is not chayev a mezuzah, first of all he learned the halacha. So he already connected himself to the performance of the mitzvah mezuzah. And therefore already offered him somewhat of a protection under the umbrella and the protection of a mezuzah. In addition to that, he didn't relate to a, a halacha which was unrelated to his current situation. He taught a halacha in regards to this particular building. So there are two ways in which you can perform the mitzvah of mezuzah. One is the, the conventional way. This building needs a mezuzah. I put up a mezuzah. Obviously, I performed the mitzvah mezuzah. What happens if you're in a building that doesn't need a mezuzah? So the way to perform the mitzvah mezuzah there is to say, I, of this building, the way you perform the mitzvah mezuzah here is not to put up a mezuzah. So therefore, he brought himself under the, the protection of a mezuzah by stating this halacha, by relating the mezuzah to this building truly in a negative way. But... That's how he had protection from the, uh, from the mezuzah. And therefore the Rebbe says, since we see the importance and the, the uh, protection that a mezuzah offers, it's incumbent upon us that everyone has to do whatever they can to make sure that every single Jew and every single Jewish home and every single Jewish doorway anywhere in the world should have a kosher mezuzah and therefore offer protection not only to the people that live there, but since we are all one part of one big structure, the entire Jewish community is all one, and therefore if someone else's house has a mezuzah, it offers you protection too. It enhances the mezuzah in your home. And through everyone having a mezuzah together, we will have a perfect um, performance of the mitzvah mezuzah men, women and children should be involved in this women even more so because they are the ones that they are in charge of the house and it's their responsibility so they should make sure that the protection that is needed is there and uh, through this as the Pasuk says the Zoyer says from the Pasuk Hashem Yishmer Tzeischa that Hashem will watch over you when you go and you come that even, the mezuzah even offers you protection when you're out of the house that even then it's offered and from today and forever we will be offered that protection.